So we're starting Daf Ayin Bay. So we're in the middle of discussing over here. Uh, we discussed off the Mishnah. We said that the Kain Gadol was Mishamash. We were discussing the different, uh, how many strings there are for each type of material. So we discussed yesterday, we discussed basically, we, we discussed two. We discussed Sheish was six and Mashzar is eight. And if you remember yesterday, that how did we know Sheish was six? Um, that we had, uh, there were five, five ribuyim. It says sheish five times. So we say that each t- uh, one of them is chad. Uh, one was to tell me linen. One was to tell me that everything is six strings. Okay, so now we're going to discuss the me'il. So me'il, right, there was three other things that it listed in the b'risa. So me'il is shnei masar, uh, the last line of ayin alaf on the base. So we were just discussing that the me'il is... That we discussed in the price of the mill, the parochas and the um, the mill parochas and the chayshin uh, ve'efoid. Okay, the mill is twelve. So we're going to discuss these three now. Mill is shnei is twelve. Minalan, how do we know that the mill is twelve? The chesiv, as the pasuk says, va'asisa es mill ha'efoid, kalil techela. So Rashi says kalil is a lashon of uh, nodding, and you can't knot something unless there's two. You can't make a knot with just uh, a proper knot with just one string. And therefore, it's kalil techelas means double of techelas. Okay, v'yalef, so two times techelas, whatever techelas is, v'yalef techel techelas v'poreches. And we learn, just like poreches, it says techelas, v'agamant talashani v'sheish mashzar for the poreches, so techelas, and we said each one of them is six, right, six strands per uh, type, so six times four is 24. So techelas is one of those is one of those four. So it's also must be six, and therefore over here when it says kalil techelas, it means doubled techelas, which is six times two, which is twelve. Me uh, parechas. So we're going to learn that from parechas. Now mala halon shisha afkan shisha v'nelef mi shulav. So the question is, why don't we learn? If you remember yesterday we discussed mashzar, and we said mashzar is talking about the palm, the the bottom, the hem, the stuff of the palm and riman of the of the um, me'il, and we said that that is mashzar, that that is going to be eight. So why don't we learn the me'il itself, that it's, uh, each string is eight. Me'il of mishul of riman, shmaina, that just like over there, the palm of riman, where it said mashzar, right, the bottom of the me'il is going to be eight strands per type. Afkan shmaina, so we said, Right, so two over here, it's eight, and then I guess it would be eight times two would be 16. So why are you learning that it's 12? So the Pasuk says, done in klimi klibi and done in klimi tachshit. You know why? Because we're going to learn the kli from a kli, and now from a tachshit, the bottom of the, of the me'il is pamein verimain, right? It had the, uh, like, pamein verimain, pamein verimain, and it had more of a tachshit, and it was less of a beget. So, ve'en done in klimi tachshit kli. So now, frek the Gemara Adarabah. Done in gufai, Done in gufay mi gufay, they ain't done in gufay me alma. So, why are you running to pareches? Just learn it from the bottom. It makes more sense to learn the bottom. Okay, I don't care that it's a tachshit kli. It's matter stay within the same kli. So, the Gemara says, Hainu dam rinan. So, uh, there, that one of the uh, five limudim that we had yesterday to say sheish was to shar, le shar begadim, shalem sheish. So, we see that. And I guess what it's saying is, right, because we have this svara, we don't know it, and yet the Gemara wanted to go through an exercise to say maybe it's not six. We see from Mashzar, for instance, that Mashzar, we, we, we said it's eight, right? It's eight strands, not six. 
So I guess when we have a choice, what it's saying when we have a choice of what to learn from, so then that'll be like the machria uh, um, saying <clears throat> that when, when I don't know which one is better, I have two choices, so then I'm going to learn from the, uh, the riboy of Sheish. One of the riboy of Sheish should tell me that all other strings, that all other strands would be six by. Pareiches, okay, let's move on to the next one. Pareiches, S from Arba. We have 24. Dalid, de Shisa, Shisa, Leidina, Leidina, is only to discuss, right? And we, we've had, pretty much we've had since Mashar, almost since the beginning of this whole sugya, that we assumed Pareiches was always like, that was always the one we compared to. That was always 24. Again, because it says, Okay, and therefore, um, we see it's a total of 24, 6 times 4. Cheshen ve'efayt, esrim v'shmayna. So the cheshen ve'efayt are going to be 28, minalon. How do we know that there's a total of 28? Again, so it's going to have the same, t'cheles agaman t'lash shani v'sheish. It's going to have the same 4, um, that will each be 6, so that's, that's 24. Plus... Okay, plus it's going to have four of gold. So we have the four, the main four, right? That are each going to be six strands. That makes 24. We have four strands of gold. Okay, so 24 and 4 is 28. Frekta Gemara. So why don't, if we said that all the strands are going to be six, so why don't we say that Zahav is also six, Zahav, Nami, Shisha, so the Pasuk says, I'll tell you why, because the Pasuk says, V'kotzatz Pesilim, it says, cut a Pesil, or cut Pesilim. Now, Pesil, it doesn't say a Pesil, it says Pesilim. Pesilim means two, and when you cut two and a half, you end up with four. So that's why we learn that it's four. Pesil, Pesilim, Hare, Kan, Dialed. Okay? Psil means like kind of a divide. The psilim, the two psilim, so you have four. Katsat's psilim gives you four. Ravashi Amar, no, he doesn't like that. Makari says, Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, La is Okay, that the mitzvah with the zav that it has to be done is, it needs to be done, it needs to be, the, the goal needs to be me'arev with each min. That it wasn't like you had, uh, you know, you had these these four strings and then a gold. No, that each one uh, of the trellis, Agamon, Talashani, and Sheish, actually had a total of seven, we'll call it strands, right? Six of the, let's say, trellis, plus one gold with it. And then, um, and then the so, same thing for the Agamon, Talashani, and the Sheish. And then those were all woven together, okay? So each one, so you have to split it up, one, one strand of gold for each. Hechi Navid. Right? And therefore, you want to know why there's no six? Because how are we going to do it? If it has to be mo'urav, it's not just another, um, it's not just another like, uh, a string. It's not just another min that I put together. I don't take five together. It's rather it's six plus one times four. Um, so, hechi navid, navid arba de trey trey. So if you wanted to say that each, each one, each, for each one of the four, trez agaman talashani would have two strings of gold, sen havlu tamnaya. Okay, then you're going to have a total of eight. That's too many, right? So there's no havamina to have eight. The havamina was, we said four, and the havamina is to have six. Okay, so navid tray de tray tray. So if we make two of two each, and then vitray de chad chad, and then one of one each, so then that's how you would have six gold. So the question is, we say, well, see, so you call us. like we had yesterday, then it needs to be uh, equally divided 
amongst, it needs to be equal, and therefore it's going to have to be by a factor of four. Okay, and therefore the Zav is four. One strand of gold, says Ravashi, within each of the, of the groups. to make it. So Okay, so we're going to move on. So now we're done with the, uh, we've gone through the, uh, um, uh, the makeup of the, the constitution of the strings. Somebody tears or rips big day kuhuna, like you got Malka. Shenemar's apostle says, Loi Karea. Says, you should not rip it. Maskif law, Maskif law, Ravacha Maybe the Pasuk isn't saying that you're going to get Malkas um, if you tear it, but rather the Pasuk is saying, Safa, go ahead, that, that it's telling you to go ahead and make a, a border, right? Make a hem, nikra, and make a hem on the beggar so that it doesn't get, and it's not saying that you'll get Malkas if you do tear it, but rather it's saying that it's a chiv to make. This ham. So the Gemara says, no, they can't learn it that way because it doesn't say do X in order that in order that the do something to make sure that the beggar doesn't tear. That would be a sheloi in order that the beggar doesn't tear. It says so it's a lav. Similarly, I'm a If you remove the chayshin from the eifid, or someone who takes out the badim from the aron, says Right, they each have their own So maybe again, the pasuk is telling you it's more of a preventive action. Do something to make sure that they don't end up getting removed. Right, fasten it nicely. So that they don't get separated. And that right, so that the chayshin doesn't get separated from the ephod, and that the bottom don't get separated from the kli, from the aron. So the Gemara says, no, again, it's just like we said by Lo Yukarea, Miksiv Shalo Yizach, but Shalo Yosuru doesn't say Shalo Yizach, Shalo Yosuru. It says Lo Yizach, Lo Yosuru, and we see that there's a specific Isser to um, separate the Cheshen Ephod and or to remove the Badim from the Aran. Rabbi Yesir, Chanina, Rami. Pasuk, we have a steer. The Pasuk says, Ksiv, Bitaba Yisaran, Yua Badim, that the Badim need to be in the rings of the Aran. Right, there were rings on the side, it needs to be on the rings of the Aaron. Lo yasuru mimenu. Okay, you cannot remove it from them. But then it says to insert the badim into the tabais. So how do you do that? Right, if it's immovable, then how could you insert them? So the Pasuk says, Okay, that they, that they, um, that they were thick, Okay, they get fastened, they don't move afterwards. Basically, they were inserted at, at the ends, at the end it was thick, and then it was, it was more like towards tapered, towards the middle, so that they would insert it, okay, so it could go in, but then once it's in, it was like stuck in, okay? Um, but, uh, okay. And uh, because they were, was, and, and they could be moved, well, I don't know, it wasn't stuck in once it was in. It, it could be moved. The way Rashi explains it is it, you can move it within it, but you wouldn't be able to get it out because the end is thick. You wouldn't be able to get out. So you might think they wouldn't move at all. So we see here, again, that it doesn't mean that just because we said um, that so we see that it, they could be, it, it is movable within the rings, but 
one is not allowed to remove it, and they would be thick at the end to make sure that it would not, it wouldn't, I guess, slip out. So we have the same, I'll just read that again. So we see like this, that we have this, these two concepts Conflicting. In other, in other words, they are able to move, but they also always have to be there. Tanya Namahachi, the Tabas are in you, Abadim Yachalay, Mizuzan, Loye, Zazan, and coming. You might think, we might think that they didn't move at all. So they got inserted. If they got inserted, then it must be movable. So you might think that they would come out. That know that they have to remain there, and therefore, Hakatsan, Misparkame, Nishmatim, again, they would make it at the end. It would, be a, it would be thick so that it wouldn't uh, come out. It couldn't come out from the ring, um, but it was still movable within the bottom. Within the, uh, the bottom were still movable within the rings of the Aaron. The Pasuk says, So what does that mean? Why we use, what, what, this is for the crushing. Now, the crush of a sister is a That we use uh, wood, shitim wood, that is oimdim standing. Meaning that they had to be stand, they had to be stood the same way that it, it grew. You can't, you can't put the, uh, you know, the, the way it grew, the grain, and the way it grew, that's how, when they, when they cut it, and they finished it, and they treated it, or whatever they did, they used it for the crush them, it had to be standing the same way that it grew. What does that mean? That it has to be, you can't use a flimsy piece of wood. It needs to be able to hold gold. Right, that the krushim were covered with gold. Gold's very heavy, so you're gonna have to they have to nail in the gold, right? And it's got to hold the width. It's got to be strong enough in them that it's to withstand. Okay, that's the standing withstand the gold plating that was on. Davar acher What does it mean by oindim? It means legacy. Shema toimar. Maybe you'll say avad sivron vatol sikuyam. That it's a lashon of saying avad avad Sorry, right? It means that it, like its its hope is lost, and uh, our, our gaze upon it, sikuyan, our is bottle, right? So means we're not going to see it; it's gone forever. Tamalaymar, right? Meaning that after the base of was destroyed, tamalaymar aimdim sheaimdim la'elmei that they 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 remain forever. And actually, the Gemara in Saita says that um, is it because we're not really talking about right? we're talking about the boards of the Mishkan. The Gemara there says that when they built the Beis Hamikdash, that they they were gaines, they hid away, they buried uh, the um, all the parts of the Mishkan. So they're saying here is that that okay, we don't we, obviously we don't have them, we don't know where they are, but they 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 will uh, resurface one day, okay. The pasuk says es bigdei hasurad l'shares b'kodesh, okay. So we call it Big Day Hasarad, and we're referring to the Gadim of the Kayanim. So Ilmali, Big Day Kuhuna, if not for the Big Day Kuhuna, so we're, we're shelling on the Lashon of Srad, which means like remnants. Yisrael, referring to Kal Yisrael, that there would be nothing left of B'nai Yisrael, Srid Upalit, any remnants or survivors. Okay, so that's the, the schus of the Big Day Kuhuna. Um, that uh, has saved Kla Yisrael. Reb Shulman Achmeni Amar, the baby of Shimon Tana, the Godim Shegardin Isai Kibri Asan. They know that what is the Lashon of, of Big Day Surad? That it's saying Shegardin that they're woven Kibri Asan. Okay, which means as, 
like hold, or I think the, the word would be like, like, a, like a, a cylinder. Meaning normally when you weave material, you weave material and you make it into like reams of wool, right? You see like a, it's folded. And then they would take that and then would make it into a baguette. Here what they're saying is, let's say it was like a, think of like a t-shirt, right? They have like a, a mill, it was like a cloak. So imagine like a long t-shirt or tunic, right? So it was, it's round. So they, it wasn't woven, it wasn't made in like two different materials and then sewn together, right? It was rather, but rather it was made cylindrical at like one piece. So then um, that is Gardenesa Kibriyasan. Mechalin, okay, they would finish Umasridin Mahen Klum. So that is the Lushan of Big Day Srud, that so that it was made whole and they would leave over one little, uh, a little bit of string. Mahi. Okay, it means a little bit, a little bit um, would be connected with a needle. Okay, so, but that was, we're showing the lesson of, of, of Misradin that we leave over a little bit. So which we're going to ask on that. What do you mean? How could you say you use a needle? That they can't be made needles. Right, it has to be woven. It has to be so that's the sleeves. Like we learned, that the sleeves of the Big Day Kuna were, were also woven, but they were woven separately. And then, and then it would reach until the palm. Now we know this that the Big Day Kuna had to be fitted. Okay, that it had to be like custom made. So what we're saying is that you can't use needles to construct a clothing, but what they would essentially do is they would make the parts whole. And then um, with a needle, so the clothing themselves was made, uh, as woven out of one piece. And then they would use a needle to attach, let's say, the sleeve. So it was fitted here. They would measure it up. And then they would attach the sleeve. Separate part. I'm a rachav, I'm a rabbi Yehuda. Sholish aroinus, also betzal. There were three um, aroinus, right? There were three aroinus, right? You had mibayisu, michutz, and sapenu, where we know that there was gold, wood, gold. Okay. Emtsai shall eats the middle one that was made out of wood, Tisha, Pnimi shall Zav Shmoina, the inner one was eight, Chitzain Asara Umashahu. So I'm just gonna, it's a little hard to, to kind of read this. Uh, the Bach changes some things around, but I think what it's saying is like this. We're gonna see this in a second. There's a Machlekes in regards to the gold or not. But I think if you think, if you think about the gold wasn't like a thick gold, at least the way we're understanding this, that it was, it was just a gold, like a, a gold layer, okay? So it was very, very thin. It was a mashahu, like a very thin plate. Before it had to be very heavy, it had to support gold. Yeah, yeah, one second, one second, one second. So the gold on the outside was a mashahu. Mm-hmm. The wood itself was uh, going to be a, a, like a tefach thick, okay? So that's why when you look at it, the, the, so the inside, from the inside of the wood, you had eight to the top. From the outside of the wood, you had nine to the top, and then you had one tefach of the kapiris. And then again, the inside was a mashu. So essentially, right, the oiviyav, the, the pretty much the oiviyav of the arayin, according to this mandamar, was essentially the wood box. So you had gold, very thin layer of gold on the outside, but it was a box. Then you had the wood, then you had the thin layer of gold on the inside. And then the kapiris, so the box itself was essentially nine. So we're saying the outer gold one was nine, the inner wood was eight, because you had the oivev on the bottom of the wood, okay? Then you had the kapiris, and then you had the zer. We're gonna discuss the crown 
that we had along the top. So the whole thing was 10 and a bit. And that's what it's saying here, Asara Umashu. Fracta Gemara, how can you tell me the Aron is 10 and a Mashahu? Now, just to be clear, the Aron itself with the Kaparis is 10, and the Zer is the Mashahu. But Tanya Chara Saru Mashahu, that it was 11. So the Mashahu is like, Kasha, how come on the Mar Yesh of Tefach? That is like the Mandamar who holds that the gold had a Tefach. The Hakamandamar ain't Baivy of Tefach. Okay, and therefore, so again, like uh, the way I explained it, when we said 10 and a bit, that's where we're saying that there was nothing to the gold. Now, even Rashi says, um, it, it seems like Rashi is saying that only the outer gold. So there's a machlekes, did the outer gold have any, or is it just a mashahu? That if you hold it, the outer gold, but the inner gold, it seems like, they, well, it wouldn't have, I guess it wouldn't have affected anyway. It wouldn't have affected the total height anyways. They had to be the same. But um, whether or not the outer gold was a, a tefach, if so, then the whole thing, when you measure the outside, would have been 11 in a mashu. Amar of Yechanan. Rav Yechanan says, Shalosh Zerimheim. There were three uh, crowns, right? So, the Pasuk says, Vasisole Zer Zahav Saviv. There were three kalim that had this crown. Shal Mizbeach, Vishal Aroin, Vishal Shulchan. Okay, you had the Mizbeach, the Aron, and the uh, Mizbeach, the Aron, and the Shulchan. Now, Rashi points out that we have, we have this concept. There are three, three Kessers. We have Kesser Kahuna, mm-hmm. Kesser Malchus, and Kesser Torah. Okay, so that is the three Zerim com- corresponding to these three Kalim. Shel Mizbeach. So then who gets the Mizbeach? That, and that's Mizbeach HaPnimi had a Zer, the gold one. So that is Zachar Aaron Nadlo. So that represents Mizbeach is, is the Keser Kehuna, the Karbanas. Shel Shulchan Zachar David V'Nadloi. Okay, the David, that, that represents the Keser Malchus. The Shulchan represents the Keser Malchus. However, Shel Aaron, the Zer of the Aaron, Adayin Munachu. It's still there, meaning it's available for the taking. It's available to anybody. Keser Torah, you don't have to be born into it. It's not kuhuna. It's not like, it's not like kuhuna. It's not like malchus. That's available to anybody. Maybe you'll tell me, well, if it's unclaimed, if it went unclaimed, maybe it's not as good. That the Aaron represents HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Melech Malchim Lachim, that he is, right, is able to... Um, and the, the, Hashem as the, basically, as Malachim, Kivoi Malachim Yemluchu, that with the Aaron, meaning referring to Akash Baruch he is the person, he is the king maker, he makes the kings. So he's higher than anybody, right, of course. And therefore, the Aaron is on the highest level, and yet it's available for anybody for taking. Rabbi Yechon and Rami. Rabbi Yechon has a steric, Siv Zar, Bikarinon Zer. Okay, so it says, how do we read? It's a Zion Reish. So it looks like Zar. However, we read it as Zer, as a crown. So the Gemara says, Zacha, that if a, pers- a person is Zoycha um, to learn Lishma and to be Makayim the Torah, Nasus Lezer, then it becomes a crown for you. Right? If you, do, if, if you learn the Torah right, Lishma becomes a crown. Loizacha, Zara Himenu, then it gets, it's, for, it's forgotten. Right? So if you don't put your, put your learning into action, you don't, do, you don't learn the Shema, and you don't put it into action, then it will be forgotten. Rabbi Yechon and Rami says, the Pasuk, we have a steer, the Pasuk says, that Hashem told Moshe to make for himself an Aranates, and then what does it say? They should make it. So which one is it? 
Is a Moshe making it or is a Klai Yisrael making it? Mikalan Talmud Chacham, that you're right, that the Talmud Chacham Shebenei Ira Mitzuvin Lasis Le Malachtai. So we see it was Moshe's Balacha, but yet we see that when you're Talmud Chacham, that the work, the actual work to get done, falls on everybody else to get it done for you. What does that mean? What does the Pasuk say? That his inside is not like his outside, meaning he looks like, he looks like a former Yid, but inside, it's not, it's not, it's not a Yer Shemaim. He's not a Talmud Chacham. He's considered loathsome. Shanaimar, as the Pasuk says, it's a lotion of, of like Bashmutz. Okay, ish shesa kamayim avla, person who drinks the waters of of of, an, of avla. Okay, so um, so what we see is uh, and and the way we explain this is that a person who ish shesa Torah kamayim, right? Water refers to mayim. So a person who drinks, who learns Torah, but yet he is he has an avla, meaning he doesn't have yerushamayim. That is considered he's considered nisa, he's considered a a loathsome person. If you understand, the pasuk says, Okay, why is there money in the hand of a fool? Okay, so he has the uh, wherewithal, he has the means, but yet, okay, he doesn't know how to spend it properly. That they learn Torah, but yet don't have Yerushimayim. Machar Sevyanai, Yerushimayim says, Ah, chaval, right? Vayal, the Leslie Darta, somebody who doesn't have a chutzer, but yet Vitara Lidarta of it, but he's busy making a gate for his chutzer that he doesn't have. Okay, so we're saying again that the Torah, the whole point of the Torah is considered a shar, for the Torah is considered the gateway for Yerushimayim. It's a hechetimsa to get Yerushimayim. The whole thing is for Yerushimayim. And a person who learns Torah, doesn't have Yerushimayim, he, he has the gateway, but he doesn't have the Chatzar. Right? He's missing the Iker. Okay, Rebbe says, I beg of you. Don't, don't, don't uh, to Gehenim twice. Don't, uh, don't acquire, don't inherit two Gehenims. Meaning what? That if, if, you, if, you learn, if you learn, but you don't have Yerushimayim, so then you're gonna, you, it's not going to accomplish anything. It's not going to change you. You're gonna, it's, it doesn't accomplish your Iker person. Your purpose, and then lust of lava, you're gonna to go to Ganem anyways. And in this world, you're not even enjoying yourself, so you're getting two Ganems Ganem in this world and Ganem in the next world. Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, my text the Pasuk says, Asher Sum Moshe, that he uses, right? We lose some, but it's a with a sin. Sam Chaim, that if you're Zaycha, the Torah becomes a, a good, right? A good uh, 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 a potion. Loi Zacha. Then it becomes a poison. If you use the terror properly, then it's again a good, a good potion. It's poison. The apostle says, right? That if you do the proper thing, then it's makes you happy. It purifies. So what is going on here? Uh, the Imr Sashem again referring to the mitzvahs. So the mitzvahs make you happy, or do they purify you? So the Gemara says, Zacha misamcha, misamchasai. If you're Zaycha, right, if you are Zaycha and you do the mitzvahs properly with your Shemayim, then misamchai, loizachai, tsarfasai, right, then it will purify you, okay, al yidei, um, 
right? Then be Yisurim of a Gehenim. That you don't have to go to these two psukim of looking at Kudi Hashem Yisarim Misamchai Imer Hashem Tzurufa. That Tzurufa itself could be used in two different ways. Megufa Dekra. Just this last pasuk of Imer Hashem Tzurufa Nafka Zachat Tzurfasal Lechayim. That it can it can uh, cleanse you for Elam Haba Leizachat Tzurfasal Lemisa. That it can burn you down. Right. That it's fire. The Gehenim is fire. Okay. That it will uh, it will purify you. Uh, for Misa. Uh, um, fine. It says, Yeras Hashem Tahira, Aymedas La'ad. Okay, the Yeras Hashem is Tahar, stands forever, Merchanina, Zehaloy Mitara B'Tahara. This is a person who learns Tahira B'Tahara. Mahi, Noise Isha, Vachach Loy Mitara. I saw Rami Eichenstein at the Chasana last night. I told him, I said, Tomorrow's your daf. <laughs> so, Eidus Hashem, Nemana. Edus Hashem Nehmana. What does that mean? That the Edus of Hashem is Nehmana, is faithful. Okay, that the Edus Hashem would be, uh, would be, would, 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 it's, it's, it's faithful, meaning it's, it's truthful. And therefore, it, the, <clears throat> that the, um, uh, the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs themselves could be made on the person who learns that it is made and it will be a zuzchus, it's something that you acquire and you have. Okay, now just go back to the big day quarter for a moment over here, and then um, we'll uh, and then we'll stop at the dots. But let's go. So it says, the pasuk says, "Maisei Roy came and Maisei Chayshes." When we discuss the weaving of of the kalim for the mishkan, so the fabrics it says, "Maisei Roy came and Maisei Chayshes." Okay, if you remember, we had in Shkalim, we have a little, a little bit of a different uh, sugya there. The lashonis were all over the place, but here we're saying, "What is it? Why, why do we refer? Which one is it?" Right, as we know what we're talking about. We're talking about here, Maisei Reikim, and Maisei Chayshev is talking about how they put, they put um, um, uh, figures on, whether it was an Ari or a Nesher, right? They put figures on it. So that was Maisei Reikim, Maisei Eirik. So what, what, why are we using two different um, ways of saying to draw onto the Begadim? So I'm Rabbi Lazar, Shereikim b'makam shechayshvin. Okay, Reikim means embroider. They would embroider where they drew it. So the first Mandamar Rebbe Lazar is saying that like they would draw it, outline it, okay, and then embroider where they drew it. Why is it such a That's how we do it. Yeah, but, yeah. That, that, but that's, it's not necessarily it's a chiddush. We're trying to understand, again, we're going through here steers and words. Okay. So if two different words, so which one is it? The answer is both. Tana, Mishmedi, Rebbe Nechemia, no. Reikim, Maisa, Machat. Okay, um, that when it says Maisa, Reikim, that would be by needlepoint. Okay, lefikach parts of echad, and therefore it's one, right? It's only, it's not woven into the goof of the baguette. Therefore, on the needle, it's, uh, when, when you use, on the needle, you're able to just show an image on one side. Chayshev, maasei oireg, lefikach shei partsufos. That there were certain ones, and maasei chayshev means, so maasei reikem means that it was embroidered, right? That it was just, it was just visible. If you ever look at like a, something, you know, in the back, it, you, know, you can see some threads coming through, but you don't make out a you don't make out the uh, the picture, right? It's just needlepoint, as opposed to when it's woven in, then it becomes part of the etzem fabric of the begin. Okay, and we'll stop here.